Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Send the tweets, send them hot, at Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. Just get rid of it. Oh, by the way, yeah, the Chiefs have dodged a bullet. If it's just a dislocated kneecap, I don't know how long that... Tom, I think one of your parents are doctors, right? How long does that take? Just the dislocation we're talking about? Yeah, ask Dr. D. Benedetto. It should be, they're saying like three weeks to a month. They have a That's week, it? They have a week That's 12 it? by, yeah, because. That like, is it? If there's no actual damage to any of the ligaments, then it's just like scar tissue of then replacing I, the kneecap, oh, and it just needs, oh, the problem is the scar tissue is a, a longer term issue, but you can play through it. Yeah. He will be playing in pain, yeah. pain, but he should be able to come back by week 12. Well, oh, you see, oh, <laughs> Chiefs fans, don't you see what this is adding? up for i'm gonna get to what i wanted to say in a second don't you see what this is adding up for chiefs fans this is the story this is what it is you can already it's hollywood you could already see it if i had a chiefs fight song to play i'd play it underneath you lucky bastards oh my god chief i don't know what you did to make the god smile upon you chiefs fans but you got everything going your way. Even when your quarterback gets hurt, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Best case scenario on the MRI, see you in three to four weeks. You've already got enough hay in the barn. You won that game 30-6. to six. Matt Moore is, I, I want to, I'd like to say, a competent professional quarterback. How about that? He's a nice interim quarterback, and I think that that's where I'll leave the, the nice platitudes, if we will. You, you get so lucky. Denver's trash. Oakland, I don't think a lot of people still take seriously. The Chargers are falling apart as time goes on. And hell, I don't even know if the city even wants them. And if I were the LA Rams and I were Stan Kroenke, I would be doing everything I can to get rid of the Chargers because I think the Chargers are the next Clippers in LA. You want hot takes, baby? Away we go at 10 a.m. East. Um, You are so lucky. You've dodged a major bullet and you can already see it now. Four weeks. You said week 12 or week 11, week 12, somewhere in there. You have storylines coming around because you know how this is going to go. I already, I can already tell you. Dare I say, I don't want, I don't want things to go crazy. Dare I say, the Kansas City Chiefs record this so we can make fun of me later about it if it doesn't go true, or if it is, I'm, I'm going to go champions pose for an entire four hour show. Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl Fifty Four champions. Dare we already say it? This is how this works out for you. You could already see the storylines playing out. The man is a savant. The man is a magician. He makes plays happen out of nowhere. He, go, he throws with his left arm. He throws with his right arm. I'm convinced if he had a tail, he could throw with that. 
He stared down. He stares down referees. He does no look passes. He makes the game look easy. We've made the comparison to Steph Curry before because Steph Curry makes shooting threes and basketball look easy. The difference is Patrick Mahomes actually looks like a prototypical quarterback. He's big, got a bigger body, got a cannon for an arm. There's a lot of things about Patrick Mahomes. I, I think the only thing that stopped Patrick Mahomes from probably going number one was Texas Tech. There was the history there and the Big 12. There was a the history there, which it seems silly. Just because the history is there doesn't mean anything about you, the quarterback, you, the person. And then you have Patrick Mahomes go on and he's take that, taken over the NFL by storm. A reigning MVP, and now you look at the, what, what the rest of the season looks like, what the rest of the AFC looks like. Where if, if you're the Chiefs, all you have to do is tread water. You don't take the Raiders. I don't take the Raiders that seriously. We talked about your own division. The Texans are formidable. I still think the Colts are formidable. The Ravens, because of their coaching, I still seem formidable. I think when you have to run for that much against Cincinnati, you're going to be in trouble. Cleveland's taken on a lot of problems. I can't take them seriously until they take themselves seriously. New England, 6-0. and They're the big boy on the block. Buffalo's 4-1. and I love Sean McDermott. I know you're listening up there in Buffalo. You know I love Sean McDermott like crazy. I just want to see more. You've done a great job. I, I just want to see more. That's all. Before I put you in that category. But you would say New England, Tex, Houston, maybe Indianapolis, maybe Buffalo, maybe Baltimore. Right now. Right now. Out of that group, you come back. You are The storyline is you've been rested now. You're back. Your knee is healthy. You dodged a bullet. And here comes this incredible story. Patrick Mahomes, now back after an injury, leading his Kansas City Chiefs, leading Andy Reid's offense. They probably struggled a little bit while he was gone. It's not just some ridiculous machine that Andy Reid has been able to get going. It's not like that. He comes back. They they might have went 2-2 two and two during that time, and here comes Patrick Mahomes in the 7-4 and four Kansas City Chiefs, and they take off for the rest of the season into the playoffs, into Foxborough. They slay the Dragon on to Super Bowl 54. You can already see it. We love storylines in NFL football. We love the next best thing in NFL football. This would be the true culmination. He won the MVP last year. That's a great That's a great thing, great award, all that other crap. It's about hardware. It's about getting over. It's about winning games against big-time opponents. New England's have started off gangbusters. They're 6-0. and They look like world beaters. Tom Brady's able to do commercial. I don't know where that came from with him and Paul Rudd where he's just able to walk out of... Out of, uh, out of some sort of spa. I woke up to that this morning. That was incredible. I think Tom's going to have to explain all that. We might have to play that audio. That was unbelievable. And so for a lot of people, they'll seem that they catch Kansas City. Kansas City catches New England sleeping. You already see the storyline. You lucky bastards. You go anywhere. The Jets, they get their saver and Sam Darnold. He gets mono. Nobody around you's had mono since sixth grade. The Browns get Baker Mayfield. All of a sudden, they don't know how to run an offense. They trade for Odell Beckham Jr. They don't know what to do with him. They have no idea what to do with Odell Beckham Jr. Baltimore, mm, still need to see some defense. There's there's so many. Indianapolis, who I still take seriously because I still like Jacoby Brissett. You have Andrew Luck retire. It's open. It's open. 
and you have this reprieve from the Golden Gods of Football. He's only out a month. We still have him on his rookie contract, and he's only out a month. Before he commands $40 million a year, he's out a month. You can already see it. You can already see it. It's already working out for you. If you're a Chiefs fan right now, you you just see the storylines playing out. And, Tom, I hope you're recording this because if I'm making an ass out of myself, and we'll find out later on throughout the year, then we'll at least have a good laugh over it. Because you can already go get, in the words of Chris Jericho, a little bit of the bubbly. Because right now, after that injury, and it only being four weeks, if it was almost any other quarterback except for Tom Brady, because he would have just stolen the souls of other quarterbacks, and then he would have been perfectly fine. But any other quarterback that's out for the year, that's a major question, a world questioning whether or not you even go for it on fourth down anymore, or whether or not you run the QB sneak, which was a conversation yesterday in America. It's perfect. Be ready for your Super Bowl party, Chiefs fans. It's happening. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Now what I wanted to get to today, it's just time to get rid of it. It's been going on for a couple of years. It's been a good, good thing for a lot of people just by the term. It started out as something that was a good, good thing for a lot of people. It's turned into a nuisance. It's turned into something that's annoying. It's elongated your day, and it has taken away from your enjoyment of the game. You either go the full way with it, or you get rid of it. And I say it's time to get rid of replay. If you're a fan and you have a favorite team in the NFL, one, you already think that the refs put the boots to your favorite team. L32 fan bases think that the refs hate their team. You've had more rules over the last few years than I think we've ever had in NFL history. You've had new rules over the last few years than I think we've ever had in NFL history. And you've had tweaks to those new rules over that time. You had the new pass interference call, which... I will sit here and rant and rave against Saints fan where I say, I know you got screwed over. I'm not denying that. But when you had overtime in the NFC Championship game with the Hall of Fame quarterback, with the guy who's already won a Super Bowl as a head coach, with the quarterback who's already won a Super Bowl as a quarterback, you're in your own building, one of the true few home field advantages because you're in a dome. And you went out there and you messed it up in overtime. You're the veterans. And you complained and moaned so much that we, quote-unquote, changed the rule, even though the refs don't want to change the rule. We've seen longer games. We've seen a change in the way that we watch football. I'm not sitting here telling you some sort of crazy story that it's going to affect what people do when it comes to watching football, whether or not they will watch it. I think you'll watch it almost no matter what. They put it on Thursday night. They put it on, They keep it on Monday night. They, they, they degrade the, the level of football on Monday night. You still watch. You'll still watch anything on Thursday. You'll still watch a Week 17 game when your team's not even in it. You'll watch a Week 18 game when they add 17, add 17 games into the schedule. You'll do all that. I don't think it will degrade how much football you actually watch, but I know it's affecting your enjoyment. We used to watch football. And if you think I'm wrong, fine, 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Or if this hasn't been your example, then I, I, I'd like to hear that too. But there was a time we watched football, and there were great plays, and, and there were really big moments, and you didn't worry about what was on the field. Now, every single time there's a big play, it's where's the flag. Every single time there's a moment within the final couple of minutes, it's where's the flag. 
We are looking for things to call instead of seeing what's right in front of us. And I'm talking about the officials. We're looking for things to call instead of seeing what's right in front of us and deciding whether or not it's right or wrong. There's more pressure on officials than there's ever been. Now that guys have been fired, like one got fired last year, now that people have been fired, you have people on Twitter posting guys' addresses on Twitter, which is a huge social media platform. You have more pressure on these guys than ever before. You've made them question themselves. You've made them question the integrity. People question the integrity of them and the league now that there is the proliferation of daily sports gambling. Now that you have a question about, well, Tim Donaghy was able to do it in the NBA. Don't tell me that it's not possible in the NFL. So now you have more pressure on those guys than ever before. And it feels like 15 minutes of every game is spent twiddling thumbs debating on whether or not it's a catch, whether or not it's pass interference, whether or not it's hands to the face, whether or not it's an illegal blindside block, whether or not it's an illegal crackback block, whether or not it's a personal foul, whether or not it is a reviewable play or isn't a reviewable play. You've added more to the coaching staffs, which they're, it's, they're paid highly to, to be coaches. You should be able to add as much to the coaching staffs. That's not an argument. But I remember a time, and I'm going to sound like an old curmudgeon, and I'm not even that old. I remember a time when football was simpler. I remember a time where, yes, you got the boots put to you by a ref, whether you were a Notre Dame fan in college or whether you were one of the 32 fan bases in the NFL, whether you were a St. Louis Rams fan or the old Cleveland Browns fan or a Baltimore Colts fan, you remember what it was like to have the refs, what you said, what you think, screw you. The difference was that when you saw it on replay, you grinded, you got upset, but it was still third and six and you got to go do something. And you moved on. The games moved on. Life moved on. You didn't have a chance to sit there and be upset after call, after call, after call. I'm not saying don't show it. Show it. Show all the mistakes. Show all the non-calls. Show all the plays that were missed. Show all the holding calls that were Show whatever you want to show. It's the NFL. It's about entertainment. This is not entertaining. Watching some old man stand underneath, well, it used to be a sheet, like he was going in a 25-cent peep booth. Now you see some guy holding up a screen in front of another one. They talk back to New York to some Wizard of Oz type figure that you don't even know that you're not even going to agree with in the end anyway. It's not entertaining. It just gets in the way, and now it makes for a lesser product. It's time to get rid of it. It helps the game move on. I don't care about missed calls as much. I think it does put more pressure on the referees to get the call right in the first place. I think that it simplifies rules, though, when there is no replay process. And I think Chuck Knowles said it best. I think more and more replays, we're looking for things that happen in the replay that were not the original call. You go back to Jesse James, and I've said this a million times. You go back to the Jesse James catch, non-catch, what happened against the Patriots a few years ago. When Chuck Knowles was asked about replay, It was so prophetic where he had said, you're just going to start looking for things that you're not even looking for. When it's a catch or non-catch, you're going to start looking for pass interference. You're going to start looking for whether or not it's over the goal line. And if it's over the goal line, you're going to start wondering whether or not it's a catch. You are doing things with replay that are not intended for replay. And now I think you're giving referees too much. You got hands-in-the-face calls on Trey Flowers. 
You had people waking up the next day on Tuesday morning. That's all they wanted to talk about was blame the refs. Because if you're a fan of the Bengals or Titans or the Packers, you think at some point the referees put the boots to you. I guarantee it. You are watering down your product. If you want to review everything and make it all reviewable, fine. I guess that's in the spirit of fairness. But for the expediency of the game, for our own sanity, it's time to get rid of replay. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. You guys coming up. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Time to get rid of replay in the NFL. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. That's CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. And guess what? It's brought to you by Geico. There's great news. My wife is letting us out of our agreement with our insurance provider. No, that's not the great news. I'm still shackled to the high school friend of my wife's family. You can do better. You can go to Geico. You can save tons of money on car insurance. Go to Geico.com. Save 15% or more on car insurance in just like 15 minutes. That's it. Sometimes I've been getting reports back. It's been like 12. 12 minutes. You're saving 15%. What are you doing? If you don't do that by the end of the show, I want you to go out and take like how much you pay on your car insurance? I want you to take 15% of what your car insurance is, go to the bank and flush it down the toilet. Then take another 10% and go pay that to the plumber to get the money back out of the toilet because it's going to clog it. You're leaving money on the t- You're leaving money on the dashboard, friend. Get to Geico. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up in a bit, we have some disturbing audio of Tom Brady. From a disturbing video of Tom Brady, my God. Uh, but I think it's time to get rid of replay. I just think it's time to get rid of it. I, it's been a noble experiment, and it has failed every single way you possibly could. It's made for a worse experience for the fans. It's not going to drive fans away. I don't think it. I don't know what really will drive fans away. It's not going to drive fans away. But it is painstaking. It is so tedious. And you look at the 4 o'clock games. Are there 4 o'clock games anymore? Do we do 405 anymore? Or do we just start them later? I think they just start at 425 now. Am I not right there, Tom? Oh, we have one 405 game this weekend. The other ones are 425. Because you, you're making 1 o'clock games longer. You want to see more? Well, when you have your ass butting into the next game, and when you're taking a right up to football night in America, technically you're going to see wall-to-wall coverage of football, which is what everybody wants, the actual game. So maybe I'm the one who's getting worked into a shoot here and I'm the sucker. But I don't think it's a more enjoyable experience. And that, that's the difference. That's why the experiment, it's got to go. 855-2124-CBS. Joe in Ventura, California. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, bud. Hey, uh, it's not going away, dude. It's money. We're watching less football and more commercials. That's the way it is. Get used to it. It ain't going anywhere. Wait, wait a minute, how? What do you mean, how? Every time they go to replay, they go to a commercial. NFL makes more money. Wait, wait a minute, how am I still seeing less football? It's still a 60-minute game. No, no, no. You, 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 when, when you come back, you haven't seen where all of a sudden they're, the, the punt's already gone off, the kickoff's already gone off. I mean, no, they, they don't. They would never allow for that. And also, there's a simple solution to that, Joe. It's not, if if a if a standard break, and Joe, thank you for the call. If a standard break is two minutes, 
if you are I don't know how they're fitting in more commercials if you think that that's the case then fine I have no evidence to back it up and they're never going to show you evidence to back it up that they're calling for more replays or official reviews just to fit in more commercials you can step away if you want to fit in more commercials during the time if you need to make good during that time that's under the umbrella of the NFL if you wanted to do some sort of a standard you could just say hey each one's going to be 230 now if I'm watching regular football, it could take the same amount of time. At least I'm going through the motion of the game a little bit more. You can make it 2.15. You can, ma- you can make halftime one minute longer than the standard 12 minutes. Put a 13-minute halftime in there if you wanted to to fit two more commercials in there. If the standard amount of time for all the replays is somewhere in the issue of six minutes, and that's supposedly, which is not, but if that's supposedly all commercial time, which again, it's not, you could still make that up with regular commercial breaks throughout your game if you're really going to do that. Seeing less football some way, somehow, I, I don't know how that's going to happen. 855-2124-CBS. Let me get the Judd and Buffalo. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Can I agree with you 100% about getting rid of replay? And I think there are a lot of people in your camp, the play-by-play guy for the Bills. He's totally against uh, the delays and all that that the replay is calling. People will then say, though, where's the justice in it for the teams that get, you know, the, the raw end of the deal? So here's my idea. The NFL wants parity. And when teams lose a lot of free agents, they get a compensatory draft pick. So at the end of the year, you're already rating the officials, right, on all their yeah. calls. So the good officials yeah. get to do the playoffs. Have a, have a grid where you rate which teams had the worst calls made against them. Weighted heavier for playoffs, like the, uh, the Saints game last year, and less for like the third quarter of a blowout. At the end of the year, the team that gets the worst calls against them gets a first-round draft pick. Is that a so fan? Is that, well, hold on. Stay with me, Judd. Is that a fan vote, or is that, a, is that by the officials? No, that's by the officials. Oh, okay. So okay. you've got the system in place. And a team like New Orleans would say, well, we got screwed, but we get an extra, you know, first-round draft pick maybe next year. Once you get past the seventh round, forget it. You know, uh, tough luck. But um, I think you might see also that the calls even out over the course of a year, you know? Well, you might. I, I think that, oh, boy, that's a – see, this is my, this is my problem, Judd. If it, now, New Orleans was in the NFC Championship game, so they're playing at high level. But mm-hmm. say you're like a Dolphins fan right now. Yeah. Uh, I, if you got money, I'm, I'm, I'm doing anything I can to get bad calls. I'm doing anything I can to get hooked every single time to try to get another first-round pick. <laughs> I think it's, I, it, it can be manipulated. I never thought about that aspect. Yeah. I like coming up with new ideas. Don't get me wrong, Judd, and I, I support right. it, and thank you very much for the call. I think that... And I think that if you ask the Seattle fan, if you ask the, if you ask the Bills fan, anybody, y'all think you're getting the boots put to you. All of you do. Every fan base does. Browns fans do. I'm in Cleveland. Oh my God, do we feel we get we get the boots put to us? I just don't know if if replay is going to make you feel any better. They don't overturn it more than half of the time. You lose the timeouts, or even more upset. Then you feel you're getting you're, you feel you're getting hoodwinked in the end of it. You don't want to deal with that. Before it was, yeah, you know what? It was a bad call. We got to move on. Yep, that was P.I., missed pass interference, second and ten, away we go. It sucked, but you just, you got over it. You did. If you are a Lions fan right now, that was Monday night. If you're a Lions fan right now and you're listening in Detroit, 
How angry are you still on Saturday? On Saturday. I was getting calls about the refs in the Seattle game on Friday morning. I guarantee I know other hosts who are getting the same thing. Pittsburgh, out in Seattle again, with the, all those guys. It, it, it is a system where it doesn't, it doesn't hurt the viewing. You're still going to watch. But it's a system that hurts the pace of the play and the overall fun, the overall atmosphere. The way we watched it 20 years ago, the way you and I watch it when I watched it as a child, Big plays, big moments, they happen. Now we're looking for any reason to throw a flag for a stoppage of play. We've become more and more afraid this does go back to the injury settlements and this does go back to the fear of litigation against the league. That's absolutely part of it. If any of you are thinking that with the the $1 billion buyout and everything, you're, you're totally right about that. We're seeing more and more where we're paying attention to guys who used to be anonymous than we ever have. That's not good for the overall game. 855-2124-CBS. We'll take more of your guys' calls when we come back. And also, uh, Tom Brady was in a weird commercial with this morning. I don't know how I'm going to have this explained to me, but I woke up and I saw it and I thought I was still dreaming. We'll explain it to you when we come back. You're listening to Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS. Boy, at 11 Eastern, we're supposed to do the Week 7 preview. I don't know what we're going to get to it. Everybody wants in on the replays. Here we go. 855 855- 212-4227-855-212-4CBS. And back to the phones. I still say it, just, just go away. Just get rid of it. If if it's for commercials or anything, if you want to say, well, and we had a caller, well, they got to fit in commercials. You can fit them in. A, you can put commercials anywhere. It's your league. It's your league. They're making money. You can put commercials anywhere you want. You really can. The NFL, the NFL has had entire television series canceled. It's your league. You can do whatever you want. So if it's a two if it's a two minute break, make it two thirty. If that's actually the case, I don't know if it is because I don't know if you can really document such a thing. I don't know if you can really go to somebody and go, "Hey, listen, we're going to sell you ads, and as an uh, as a bonus, we're going to give you ads during replays." There is such a thing as make good if it is easier enough to do it. But right now, you see more and more because they pay guys. To stay in the studio now, they pay the Pereira, which that, if you really wanted to throw in a conspiracy theory, there's your conspiracy theory. I'm paying Pereira. I'm paying Gene Steratore, even though I think Steratore does more college. I'm paying these guys. We got to get their money's worth out of them in the replay. We have to have an official's guy. You could still always have that in real time. Just have them butt in on a conversation. You can go back and make a big deal as you want to if you're one of the networks while the game's still going on. You can make that a storyline just like you used to back in 1993. Third quarter, big turnover, and you have to wonder just how big that missed pass interference call was on the first drive of the game that cost the Seahawks seven points. Don Cricky used to say that. It was always a storyline. You can have those storylines if you really wanted to. You don't need to keep replay. It just gums up the works of the entire NFL. The NFL is still a good product. It's about cold, calculated winning. That's what I like so much about it. But you're gumming up the works with more of the with more of the flags and more of the questions and more of the going going to the screen and talking to everybody from New York, which nobody's going to like to call them at the end of the result anyway. So just get rid of it. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let me get to Austin and Kansas. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Austin. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, on the replay thing, I think they should just eliminate slow motion and just allow them to replay it in real time. 
lets the refs see how they. Oh, we all grew up. We played in the Sandlot, and guy makes a great catch in real time. It's a catch. There's not just a one blade of white grass mm. touching his shoe, so it's out of bounds. Doesn't doesn't mm. count. That's interesting. That's interesting. And you broke up there for a second, so I couldn't really hear you. You want it just in, okay? If you saw it, in, you saw it at a hundred percent. You're going to see it again at a hundred percent. That's the case. That's right. The rest can call it how they see it. They feel better about it, and then. Yeah, it's, it's how we all grew up playing. We all grew up in the sandlot. Guy makes a great play on the sideline. That's a catch. It looks like a catch. It's a catch. Yep. We're I, not, I don't argue in this little fraction of an inch. I think you got jack squat though as a chance to actually overturning it then. Because if you're a referee, wouldn't you Austin just go under the hood or go go to the screen and go? Yeah, that's what I saw in real time. That's a hands to the face. We're moving on. It would yeah, take you two you seconds. Know, maybe it just lets you overturn the egregious ones, like the the Saints game the other day. Yeah. Or well, yeah. And I'm not because I know that hands to the face. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's a reviewable call. I'm just using that because that was the one on on Monday night that people are going. Wait, we're doing this again. We're having this whole thing again, Austin. It's something different. I like what you're saying there, friend. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Dan in Richmond, Virginia. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey Ken. So this is a, a two pronged point. Okay. Okay. The reason why people, I feel, like the NFL so much, and it is the heavily, heavy, uh, heaviest bet sport in the, co- in the country, okay, mm-hmm. is because everyone thinks that there is a fair shot versus, and I'll give you an example, like the NBA, where you know LeBron is going to get calls that he doesn't deserve. You know James Harden is going to get calls, and, and the game is going to kind of tip in their favor, okay? Yeah. I feel, I feel that's what's going on. With the NFL right now, and I'm going to give you an example with that, okay? I feel that there's teams already predetermined or destined, if you will, to go to the playoffs. Seattle and Green Bay being both of those. And shockingly enough, those are the two teams that we saw benefit from calls that are just mind-blowing. We have replay on TV. We clearly saw Jarvis Landry break the goal line with that ball before it was knocked loose, okay? And then if you look at what that in turn did by having us essentially lose the challenge when we should have won it was when DK Metcalf, again, another blown call by the refs, clearly didn't make that catch to make it a a, a third and short. We we then don't have a challenge. You don't have a timeout. You don't don't have a challenge. That's right. That's right. So so which side are you saying? Because, Dan, I think I want to follow. Are you saying the gambling element plays into it? Is that, is this what I'm you're telling me? That people, I'm no. I'm saying that people are going to be less. Um, th- th- there's a less chance that they're going to bet on it, just because, like I said, there are certain teams this year, and I've only felt th- about this this year that are almost predetermined to make these playoffs. Because, like I said, when we look at this replay, the whole public knows what we see, and then the ref comes out from the hood and makes a call that, that, that like, shocks me and makes actually – it makes them look more inept mm-hmm. at their job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they'll go back to it and they'll say, well, it's not, it's not 100% conclusive to it and that there's always going to be the shadow of the doubt. Dan, I thank you very much for the call because we're turning a game into a court of law. Who says you're getting justice? It's the same thing in the court of a football field that it is in real life. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. Dan's bringing up the Cleveland Browns-Seattle Seahawks game back on Sunday. In the ballpark, watching it on TV, the ball crosses the plane. 
The ball hits a thigh. The ball pops out. Should have been a dead ball at that time. It's recovered in the end zone. The ball crosses the plane. Upon further review, it's not called a touchdown right there. Upon further review, they go to it. You don't have the 100% conclusive camera angle to say that that ball crossed the plane. Then you got Freddie Kitchen so worked into a shoot where he ends up challenging basically himself on a fourth and one play where Seattle wasn't even ready to play defense and Nick Chubb would have walked into the football game. It could have turned around. The Browns could have won that game. And we're not talking about a Browns dumpster fire at two and four right now and people talking about like John Clayton going on 93-7 and saying, hey, some people in the in the press box are saying that he could get fired after the game. No one's saying that at three and three. So there are ramifications. See, I thought for a second Dan was going to take it to a different way. And this is not what you want because you are seeing more and more, and you will get this theory. There's always been this theory. You're just going to get it more and more, and it's going to be on bigger and bigger and bigger platforms. And this is not what you want if you're the NFL. You have daily fantasy. You have daily gambling shows. You have gambling networks now. You have where gambling has gone from the back of the barbershop, from the back of the Elks Club, to the mainstream. Sports wagering's gone mainstream. It's out of the shadows. It's still fun. I still think people want to do it because there is a little bit of a little bit of greasiness to it. But it's become mainstream. But if you become mainstream with that entity and you take that in like you did with the Daily Fantasy and you embrace that like the NFL has, you will have more questions over the worst possible thing for your product that you could. The NFL is an entertainment business. It's not lost on me whatsoever that the NFL is set up to have close games, to have them come down to the wire. That's the beauty of the hard salary cap. That they're meant to be very good, entertaining football games. It is not lost on me whatsoever. That there should be controversy. The NFL obviously doesn't hate that it's the shortest regular season, the shortest season overall. We talk about it the most out of anything else in sports talk, television, everything. Writing, everything. The NFL certainly doesn't hate that. But you want to be able to control the message the right way. If you introduce the gambling element, and you are bringing it up as gambling is legitimate, gambling is is seen as no big deal anymore like a lot of things have been in the past, you will have people questioning your product. If you have people questioning the legitimacy of your product, you will eventually run into a problem. Right now it's still seen as if a guy calls me up and goes, listen, Ken, the, the, the refs are on the take. This is all about gambling. This is all about betting. People are still going to look at that guy as a yahoo and probably a guy who lost $1,500 last week and is pretty upset about it. You're still going to have that. But in 10 years, are you still going to have that element? Are you still going to have that in there? I don't know if you will. Gambling is only getting better and better and bigger and bigger. It, It became a point where there was at one point You knew somebody. Now everybody's a sharp. Everybody has the information. It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook. It's on social media. It's not a big deal to have a bookie anymore. Obviously, there's a lot of things culturally and in society that we can go after, but that's not necessarily the point. It's about entertainment, and people like to put a few bucks down on their favorite team and see if they can turn that into a few more bucks. But if you introduce that type of conversation and replay lens into that, Ah, they saw what they saw. They didn't call it. They said it was inconclusive. Boy, I wonder why. You'll hurt your you'll hurt your product over time. You'll hurt the legitimacy of your product over time. They'll treat it as other things. 
It's a legitimate product. Teams are trying to win. Teams are, well, some teams are trying to lose now. Teams are trying to win. They're trying to beat each other. It's a very hard game to master. It's a very hard game to play. It's a very hard game to coach. I want to be able to respect that. And if you lose that, I don't know how you get that back. There's also the human element of it. Teams that have been bad and bad for a long time. Dan calls in. Dan's been a fan of a team that's been bad for a very long time. I do think there is a human element. And some rest will disagree. And and that's fine. But I think that a lot of, I think a lot of people look at this from the human element of it. If you're a referee, how do you separate expectation, emotion from what's going on in the field? It, maybe you're able to do it. I think it's an incredibly hard thing to do. If on one sideline you have Belichick, who's been a pillar in the league and has obviously has been accused of nefarious things, take him out of it. Put one half of the sideline, put in Andy Reid. A man who has been a pillar in the NFL for a long time, has known these referees for 20 years, has relationships with these guys for 20 years in the NFL, at least, maybe even 30 with some. Has been with these guys, has talked to them. They know how they know each other. They know what each other's tendencies are and how to talk to one another. How, if you are Zach Taylor in Cincinnati and you're 0-6 and you're expected to do poorly, how are you ever going to get a call? It's the human element. You've been a head coach for one year or you're, you're in your first season. You're part of the new group of really smart offensive mind coaches. People think that you're illegitimate because you come off the come off the Sean McVay tree and Sean McVay, Sean McVay, and maybe you're just trying to be Sean McVay and you're not that much, and you get hosed on a call and you're going to go over there and give him your ear. Who do you think side he's going to take? Guy who's been around for 30 years, guy who has a successful football team, has a franchise quarterback, probably playing at home or, or Cincinnati. There is... Part of the human element where if you're bad, you're expected to lose. And I do think that that has somewhat, not the entire thing, I do think that weighs in a little bit where what you see and what you call. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up in a bit, we got to get to Tom Brady and this weird commercial that I saw. Also, the Week 7 preview. Who's winning who's losing? It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 